moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to more Moss to the People. My name is Asa Nilsson, and I am your host. Today, I have a beautiful guest on, a dear friend of mine's daughter, who I haven't seen in a long time. I have uh, known her since, like I said in our post, uh, since you were knee-high to a grasshopper, <laughs> from my years back in North Carolina, which uh, is where you are currently right at this moment. But you do live in Brooklyn, New York now. But your name is Lily Statzer, and I want to say welcome to you. Thank you for being here today, Lily. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. You are my Christmas present to myself. <laughs> I was so excited when I was giving you different options of like, okay, when do you want to record? Do you want to record like the last week of December or Christmas week? And you're like, Christmas. I'm like, because you are I just like Christmas. knew my mom. Yeah, I like my mom would love that. So that's why I did that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I do have to explain your mother is the co-founder of More Moss to the People with me. She is my girl. She is my sidekick, and she refuses and hates to be on screen. She doesn't want to have anything to do with any of this. Um, but the whole movement of More Moss to the People, she is a co-founder with me. So I think it's kind of nice how it's kind of like going full circle that I got mm -hmm. her girl. I can't get her on, but I'm going to get my girl on. <laughs> so welcome, welcome. Why don't you take a minute and tell us about yourself and where you find yourself in the world to be right now? So I am 21 years old. Um, I, I moved to Brooklyn about a year and a, it's been like a year and two months. Um, I've, I've, I'm only 21, but I feel like I've lived a lot of lives somehow. <laughs> um, before I was in New York, I was on the West Coast. I moved to LA kind of right when I graduated high school. I decided uh, let me not go to college. Let me try something else, which sure. was really scary because growing up here, you know, what you do is you, you know, you go to college, you go to a four-year college, you go to a state school. And mm -hmm. it, I kind of did something different that um, wasn't normal and it was scary. But I, so I moved to LA and I didn't really love it, but it did mm -hmm. teach me a lot. Okay. Um, and then I moved to New York and I fell in love and I found myself, which is so mm. cheesy, but it no. was, 
it's a part of the journey, you know, getting somewhere, finding somewhere you feel, you know, like yourself and you can be yourself. Mm. So I, I, I'm, I'm living in New York and I'm having this time in my life, <laughs> mm, good. but I'm also, I just started a jewelry company. Um, and I think it's something that I've always kind of wanted to do, but like was a little scared. Um, but you know what? I was like, so do you want me to tell the story now? Should I tell the story? <laughs> let's, let's go back. I want to kind of like unpack. I want to unpack okay, about, no, no, don't be sorry. Not at all. I'm so excited because, you know, the, the premise of more moths to the people, the entire movement is based around people who dare to be themselves. And, you know, I, um, I admire people who will show up for themselves first in a world where that is really not, um, that, that is more poo-pooed than like encouraged. And I think that being like everybody else or being like you say, seemingly indifferent, that, that isn't, uh, that's not okay with me. That doesn't sit well with me. And, uh, I don't think you come from people, your mom and dad, your family yeah. or that, that feel that they would, that that's enough. It's not enough. We can be different. We can be different and we are different. And when you are different than the others and that you actually would choose, I mean, as a 21-year-old girl now, I mean, going backwards to when you were getting out of high school, of course, you said scared a couple of times. Of course, it's scary. Of course, it's scary. I love this. It's completely brand new for you. And you're doing something different than all of your friends or you're not following down the same path because you've got your own path. I mean, everybody yeah. has their own path and they'll discover it more and more as they go along. Yeah. Um, hopefully. But, you know, you, I think, uh, tell, let's talk about L.A. Let's talk about that because, you know, I don't, I'm not from there. I don't know. I've never lived there. I visited, but it's the, like the vibe, the energy. Tell me, what was it about that place that didn't fit, like, yeah. didn't feel like it was you? So I went there, I was freshly 19. So I moved in September and I had just turned 19, um, which was insane. I went and I did not know a single person. I So I signed to a modeling agency over the summer in LA. Okay. And I told my parents, I was like, just let me try this. Let me give it a year and um, I don't want to go to school. Let me try this. See if I can make money. Um, and let me just let me just do it. And they were like the most supportive like like ever so um they flew out with me to LA my dad drove my car actually from North Carolina to LA me and my mom flew but um so I got there and you know they stayed a couple of days and I had no I did not know anyone mm. so um as a 19 year old I started going out mm -hmm. because I was like that's the only way I can meet new people mm -hmm. um I started going out a little too much and, you know, I, I didn't know any better. I was so immature. I, you know, I didn't, I did not know any better. And, you know, it was the first time I ever lived on my own. So mm. it was just like, let's, let's go have fun. Yeah. Um, I did not take it as seriously as I needed to take it, mm. but it taught me a lot. And what I will say about LA is I hate talking. Can I say shit? I'm going to say shit. I hate talking you just, shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I hate talking shit about LA because it's it's how you perceive it. It's your experience. It's who you hang out with. It's it really just depends on like how you handle the situation. In my case, I did 
Yeah, exactly. In my case, I didn't. I had a terrible experience mm-hmm. and it was completely my fault that I had that experience. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to say LA is the worst place on earth, but for me, it was at the time. Yeah. I think California as itself is beautiful. Upstate California is like the prettiest place on earth, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't say anything bad about California itself, but you can get in a really deep, dark hole there. And I did. Mm-hmm. And finally, one morning, I think I woke up and I was completely out of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I was living in an apartment that a 19-year-old should not be living in. I was paying way too much in rent. Um, it was just, it was just a lot. And I, were you living I finally, alone? excuse me, were you living alone? No, I had a roommate. Uh-huh. I had a roommate and it was a really nice apartment that, you know, I couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, my parents were helping me when I first got there, but they've always kind of taught me financially, like, you know, you're doing this on your own. And that's something I've always been appreciative of. Like I've always had a job. I worked for my, you know, my own money and, it taught me a lot growing up for sure. And especially now, like being 21 and being financially like independent, I think it all comes from like my parents, you know, setting like just setting that up as a child and like having rules and stuff when it comes to financial situations. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so I um, was doing that in, in, in then about so I moved in September and January kind of came around of the next year. And I was like, I can't live like this. Like, this is not the lifestyle I want to live. This is not the person that I want to be. Mm-hmm. I was worried about the wrong things. Mm-hmm. I um, I just got caught up in the wrong crowd. And I think I don't I'm not going to say everyone should go through that. But I think that experience can like definitely matter and um, help you down the road for sure. Mm-hmm. So I never want to say I regret the time that I spent in LA because it taught me so much about who I am and you know this life and how to mature and what you're supposed to do as an adult Hmm. and so January came around and I told my parents I was like I'm moving back like ship my car I'm getting on the next flight I left my poor roommate she was really standing but I was like listen I have to get out of here Um, so I moved back in January and I kind of needed to ground myself a little bit Mm -hmm. and like come back to reality. So I got a, you know, waitressing job here and I worked pretty much every single day, all day for about eight months. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to move to New York. So I saved up all my money. And I packed my bags and moved to New York. My my Next poor step. parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. But yeah. that experience in LA I, is because like taught me to be the person I am now. And um just like the experience. I think everything it was a total experience and journey. And it was supposed to be it's it was supposed to happen hmm. for so, you. Yeah. For you at that time. And I think that, you know, the the interesting thing that I see in you is that, I mean, ever since I've known you, since you were a little person, you said earlier that you've always felt so much older than what you yeah. are. And I I felt the same way. I've always felt the same way, too, especially when I was younger, like little, like pretty young. I, I felt much older than uh, I, I knew more than I really should have at the age that I did, at the age that I was. And for you to experience, you know, sometimes when you feel older, when you're younger, I think that life experiences come at us earlier. 
So we have these types of like we'll put ourselves in situations where maybe that could have happened in your 30s and you would have known how to handle it better. But, you know, that wasn't what it was supposed to be this life for you, that this was supposed to happen at this lifetime in your 20s so that you would experience L.A. so that you could have that in your backpack and you can take it with you. Because I think what's also important is that we share our experiences with other people because other people need to learn and other people do learn by watching us. So this experience that you've had now of coming into your own and finding yourself and finding the the ground again and finding um, who you are now that you have moved to New York City, a place where dreams are made up. <laughs> and, yep. Yeah. And you, uh, I talk to your mom, I mean, every day and and she's like, you know, Lily is is so happy. You feel she says you feel like you are um, like you've been there forever, like it's always mm-hmm. been your place. So tell me what it's like now for you as a young person making your way through meeting new people. I mean, what what is your experience of New York? Um, so when I first got there, it was, you know, like all it was it was overwhelming. I think that's the right word. I was kind of scared. I didn't know what to do. I was like, is this going to be another repeat of LA? I don't want it to be. Um, So I got a job. The second I moved there, I was like, this just needs to happen. I need to get at least this figured out. This will help me not have to worry about money so much and Mm -hmm. whatever. So I got a job right when I moved there. Still working there to this day. Um, It's just like another waitressing job. Really good money. Good tips. And I think nice people. Very nice people. And it's in the middle of Times Square, which is kind of awful if you live in New York City, but mm-hmm. good for good money. Good money. Yeah. That's, that's all that matters in that case. But uh, it was right now I am like the happiest I've ever been. And I think it's because I did what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, failing in LA, I was about to give up everything. I was like, I'm, I should just go back to school. I should just, but no part of me wanted to do that. Mm. And it was like, just give it one more shot, Lily. You can do it. Try, do what you want to do, work hard. And I did that. And now I'm like the happiest person ever. Mm. And it's not all butterflies and rainbows. I definitely mm. have my days for sure. Mm. But I think it's just, if you want to do something, like, like I can't stress it enough like do it because it'll make I'm so happy I'm so happy in New York oh well you know it's uh do you think that it's the place or do you think it is you that has come into yourself it just happens to be in this place yeah so that's what I was gonna say I think you can be happy anywhere Mm -hmm. I think for me I just found people that you know make me creative and just seeing like the city itself is so beautiful and I like fast pace fast pace is like I can't be in a slow pace like place but some people can Mm -hmm. and I think you can find happiness anywhere as long as you're doing what you love and working hard at what you want to do and not to like give up and I think you can do that anywhere but for me I found happiness in New York City Mm. so do you think that you know what what is it that you wanted to do? What was it that you wanted to do? Well, I, 
<laughs> I, I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't have it all. We all are. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm 21 and I'm, I'm like, 56. I, have, I, I don't have it all figured out <laughs> at all. I don't. But I am, I definitely know I'm on the right track for sure. And I think it, I'm finding new hobbies. Like I didn't even know I liked to cook. And now I'm like cooking every single night, coming up with these crazy recipes. And that's, it's just like, I know I'm on the right path. I'm finding things that I love as I go. I still don't know what I want to do, yeah. but I but you still want to but yeah, like, I mean, if we don't move, if we just sit here and just like wait for the world to be throwing things at us, right? Like that doesn't work that way. We have to get up and actually take action. Like just take a step, just do something, just get out of the house, right? Like yeah. people like me, because I sit at home and I work from home. It's like, I have got to get out of the house. I've got to get out. I got to get out. Whether that's go downstairs <laughs> or go outside or go to the mall or whatever. Um, it's, I just, I have to leave. And so like, I think you where you have so much energy and you have so much creative energy in you and that you're surrounded by people that are giving you even like they're feeding you. Like if you're mm -hmm. looking like you're a cup, like they're just like filling your cup with all this beautiful energy, even more like energy for you to start creating things that you actually love in the world. Yeah. So let's talk about now um, your friend Aiden um, who passed away. You have started Murphy. Aiden Murphy was that that was his last yes. name? Okay. Yes. Um, so, but why don't you tell us about this beautiful journey that you just started on with this? Can I say something about being creative really quick? Of course. Before you can I say start. anything you want. Okay. I <laughs> will say I am like the most unartistic person ever. My mom can draw anything. You give her a pen, a, you know, a paintbrush. She can do anything with it. Mm -hmm. My best friends are the same way. And I was like, always like, why can't I draw? Why can't I do this? And I think it's realizing that creativeness doesn't just have to be, you know, painting or drawing mm -hmm. or building something. It can be like anything. So that was like a big, you know, I recognized that hmm. more and more as I you know, met new people and discovered other things. But OK, that's all I wanted to say about that. You know, <laughs> I just it, didn't think I was creative at all until like, yeah. recently. So that's funny. Like, isn't it also like when we also see reflect? This is what I have found in my life that when, depending on who I'm around, I can see myself in other people. Like I see the reflection of myself, like it's like a mirror. And so yeah. when we, when we start to try different things that maybe other people are talking about, like, oh, I've been doing this. I'm like, oh, that sounds so cool. I would love to try that. Why not? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> when I was, you know, going about my day and I saw, I was on Facebook, I was making a post and I saw that your mom had posted a video and I was like, well, I know that Angela is not really on social media that much. I'm like, what is she posting? And I saw your video for your coming out of your jewelry line. And I was like, yeah, oh my God, it was so fun. It was so cool. It was so inspiring. I was like, oh my God, I got chills right now thinking about it. And I loved how, how, well, first of all, I love the entire idea of it, the premise of it. The video is terrific. I love your line. And that came from somewhere. That comes from somewhere deep. And um, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the importance of love and uh, honoring friends and honoring ourselves. Um, so please tell me, tell me a little bit about your nice friend, Aiden Murphy.
Hi, friends. Please don't forget, if you love listening to this podcast, please leave me a genuine review, an honest assessment and rating on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. It would really go a long way for getting this movement out in front of more people. Thank you so much in advance. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so Aiden, I've known, I knew for, since I was like a sophomore in high school, I'd said, uh, he, we were really close. Sorry if I get upset. No, <laughs> I just, I, I, loud. I don't talk about it that much, but so Aiden was the best, funniest, like, person ever. He was awesome. And he was always happy and you know he was very like an inspiring human and like when you're around him you were like you were happy it was like his happiness was like contagious in a way Mm -hmm. but yeah he's he's great so in july of this year he was driving in tennessee and he got in a car crash and he passed away so I've I never really had someone that I was that close with pass away and it was like the kind of the weirdest feeling ever and I'm still like I still don't know how to process it and I still I'm still kind of grieving with it it's just weird it's really weird and that's that's the only way I know how to describe it because that feeling is just like when it first happened I physically wasn't able to cry for like a week like it just my brain wasn't working yeah um so I think coping with something like that, especially at a young age, is strange and very new. Um, but so that happened in July. I was luckily here when it happened. So I was able to be with my friends here. I was here for most of the month in July, which was good. He had a beautiful funeral. But yeah, and then I went back to New York in August and I had probably the hardest month I'd say if it wasn't the hardest month of the year it's probably the hardest month of my life um just I've always kind of struggled with anxiety Mm. um and it was really bad in August so I was flying back and forth I think I flew back and forth from New York to North Carolina three times in that month Mm. because I was just I mean I couldn't get out of bed I couldn't go to work and I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, I'm just anxious. But I, I, I couldn't process the fact that, oh, your friend just passed away and mm-hmm. you're anxious. Yeah. And that was a part of the grieving process. And people grieve in different ways. And sometimes you don't even know that you're grieving when you're grieving. And I think that that was what I was. I, I think I think I'm so strong head, like hard headed and like I'm I'm OK, but actually like it's OK not to be. And I totally wasn't. Yeah. And my mom just kept saying, like, Lily, you're grieving. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not grieving. Like, I'm fine. But I totally was. And I, I just, I had the hardest month in August. Mm. And, um, and I hate thinking about that month. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was rough. And anyways, so I have wanted to start a jewelry line forever. And I didn't know how. I didn't know why. I've always been kind of scared, you know, like, I don't know what people like. And I was like, wait, what do I like? What do like, you let like? Me do something. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Let me do, I don't care what everyone else thinks right now. Mm-hmm. Let me just do what I want to do. And so when Aiden passed away, 
I don't I think I had no more excuses not to do something that I like loved mm. or wanted to do sorry and I I think him passing away kind of showed how much like you don't know when your time is you don't know it, life is so short and it can be taken away from you in a second which is kind of dark but true mm-hmm. um so I didn't have I didn't have any more excuses and I thought I think the month of September when I went back to New York finally and I stayed put I was like okay like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna name it after him and he kind of inspired me to do something that I love and I think sadly that that's what did it for me but Mm -hmm. I think for me now my message is to share it with other people life is so short and you should do what you want in this life um so I I started that in September I named it 715 uh he passed away July 17th of this year so I named it after that kind of like a day to remember forever the last conversation that I ever had with him was on that day so it was just you spoke to him on the day he passed yeah and I actually found a message the other day from that day when he passed away that I never answered and I had I hadn't seen it but he was like what are you up to and I never answered it and it just says July 17th over it Mm. I was like that like broke my heart but always I now talk to him now yeah yeah so I think and I see him all the time when I it's the day of his funeral actually um I ran upstairs because I forgot my shoes and on my window seal there's this huge butterfly like the biggest butterfly I've ever seen in my life I took a picture of it I'll have to send it to you but it was like this yellow butterfly it was huge and I was like that is so strange it was just <laughs> literally like pasted up on my window I was like that is not normal yeah um and then I told my best friend about it and she was like don't say that and I was like what do you mean she was like no like seriously like I saw that same butterfly this morning and she was like she literally yeah she she was like I just got chills too she was like I me and Bridget which is like her sister-in-law she was like I we saw that same butterfly the same day or like the night before or something and Mm. I don't know I just think (laughs) stuff like that it's it's weird but it's 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 special and the other thing i will say is i started the instagram for the jewelry business kind of before i designed any jewelry just kind of i don't i always get ahead of myself (laughs) i started i I made the instagram i like designed how i wanted it did the same thing with the website but i go on my instagram one day because i'm designing it and instagram will give you like recommend recommended like who to follow or like who's on instagram and the first and only one was him (laughs) which is so strange (laughs) but like i don't i don't know just things like that and it kept me going it was like okay lily like this is something you're supposed to do like keep keep going yeah Um, you were getting the signs that you needed yeah and even if you don't get those signs like (laughs) that's it's it's still like you should still do what you want to do well, anyways, like so, following that, that, that belly, following the intuition, the gut. Um, yes, yes. That was that's... your sacral space. And, you know, um, something that I love to work with now is um, something called Swedish death cleaning. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the term or anything, but um, I'm talking to a lot of people who are 
you know, worrying about one day I'm going to die. I got to prepare. I got to get myself in order, like my documents in order, blah, blah. And I think that, you know, a lot of people my age think, oh, you know, I'm so young. I'm, I mean, I don't, I'm not sick. So, I mean, I'll, I'll be fine. I don't have to get this done right now. And here you are, a 21 year old saying, live your life now. I'm saying, live your life now, right? See, there's no mm -hmm. difference between us, right? That doesn't matter that we have this many years in between us. We are yeah. living in this moment now because in order to be mindful of this moment, because if we do not respect or um, enjoy this now, we're not going to enjoy it later. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's not about where we are. It's about who we are, where we are, right? <laughs> so that, that goes a little bit in a circle there. But for your friend... And so did you say that he died July 17th or because the, 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 the line is called 715? Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Can you cut that out? That's so <laughs> bad. July 15th. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. July 15th. It's, okay. Because I it's 715. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I, sorry, got that. Oh, that's okay. Yes. That's, I, I was just making that. sure. No, because my birthday yes, is 717. No. That's why I was like, <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Birthday. Okay. I am so sorry. Yes. No, it's 715. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because Good. July, I don't know why my brain was like five is, yes. Okay. 715. <laughs> I understand. It is out of no respect, disrespect for him. I know that. Of course. And you know what it is, is that I named the LLC the wrong thing. And I did 715, 15, 15 instead of, <laughs> so I've seen a lot of 15s and yeah. sevens and like recently. <laughs> They're all signs, girl. They're all, it's all good. It's all I've good. seen this name like a thousand times in the past. Like my brain's just messed up right now. But yes, <laughs> seven seven fifteen. Yeah, we're gonna tag it in the show notes. And I would highly recommend that anybody go out to your Instagram page, go to your website because people can go out and buy your product now. You have actual jewelry yes. available for purchase. And yes. I also love that a portion of your proceeds go towards what? Uh, Ukraine. So my two roommates are Ukrainian. Um, they both have family over there. And it was something that's I've found very near dear to my heart recently. Not recently, since they've been in war. Um, I don't think it's something that gets talked about enough. And I think the war is the worst it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And sadly, no one knows that because the news doesn't cover it, cover it anymore. Mm -hmm. People are dying and it's really sad. And I think be, seeing it firsthand, how upset that they are and how blind everyone else is. And not everyone, I'm sure people know, but it's it's really over there. And yes, no one really knows. No one knows how bad it is over there right now. Hmm. And I mean, yeah, so it goes, uh, some of the proceeds go to Ukraine. And I have a lot of the Ukrainian donations at the bottom of the site. So you can donate too, but yeah, so nice. I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's even so. You're you've created a jewelry line named after in honor of one of your dearest friends who passed away. You have created this line out of a dream, a wish, a want, a longing, a yearning in your own heart. You've created it mm -hmm. finally. It took it took something unfortunate, but it has moved you into action, which is terrific. Right. You we don't have to know everything. We just have to like take the first step. And then you have this website. You've got this cool video that's kind of like your intro for the 
for the line, which I love, which I definitely want to be sharing this week as a as some marketing prep for the upload of the podcast episode on Friday. And 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 you're giving money portions of your sales to Ukraine. I mean, this is it is such a uh, it's a full again, I've said this now twice, a full circle event for you to to create this right now. And it is just the beginning. I mean, this is uh who knows what's going to happen, but I mean, to be open for it, yeah. to be opening your heart for it. And the intention was so beautiful. You know, the, the original mm -hmm. initial intention of starting the line in honor of your friend. And uh, I love that. I love that about you. It says, it says so much about your character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As my but it's cool. To, it's, <laughs> it's cool to be inspired. Um, I will say the first drop or the first line. So the jewelry that I have now is completely like inspired by Aiden kind mm -hmm. of, um, it's the dates kind of all over the jewelry. Mm -hmm. Um, so this first line and drop was just for him. Mm -hmm. Um, moving on in the future, I will be doing other things, but always keeping him in mind yeah. and always in, infusing him in a way to all the jewelry but this okay. line for him was just for him yeah the original the initial the yeah. yeah yeah the first that's very cool yeah. yeah i love that i think that's i think it's wonderful and i know that um you know not for nothing nothing happens for nothing and you being in north carolina i met you as a young girl and then i moved away in 2009 i'm sorry 2011 and uh and now i'm still super friends with your mom and to hear your stories about your life and how proud of you she is and wow. how you're got such nice friends and you are good to other people you know that's I think I mean I don't have any children but I, I could imagine that that would be like I think the highest honor for any parent because that's legacy that's the legacy but it, right I, I I give it all to them. I think the reason I'm the way I am is because I had such an awesome support system. Yep. Um, and I think that's important too. And I I will raise my kids just how they raised me. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I love them. They're the best people ever. <laughs> so I think it's just encouraging <laughs> other. I think encouraging other, not even just your children, but like, just encouraging people to be themselves and mm -hmm. do other things that are different. And I know it's hard in this little bubble that you know, is North Carolina, but also New York City. Everywhere's a bubble. Yeah. But I think encouraging people to do things that are different and a community where things are the same is really important and makes you kind of the person you are now because I wouldn't be the person I am without that. Yeah. So no. it all stems from people around you. So sure. encourage people. That's not what I always say. Yeah. Encourage people to do what you want and happiness is the goal. <laughs> That's nice. Happiness, yeah. That's uh, if we go from that place, right? If yeah. <laughs> happiness, then man, the the world would certainly be a better place. But with more yeah. people like you in it, that can't hurt. Yeah. Can't hurt. Yeah, I'm a good worker. All right. Yeah, you have the time has gone so fast; it's already flown by. Do you have any? If if there's a person listening today, that uh, really just needs to hear, because I know that whoever is listening needs to hear something. Do you yeah. have anything else on your heart that you would like to share right now for somebody to hear? Do what you want and don't be scared. It is scary 100%, but you're not alone being scared. But once you do what you want, I'm so bad with words. Once you do what you want 
it will bring you the happiness that you're looking for. And I, like I said, if you don't have that support system, there are other people around you. Hopefully, um, if not, then I'm here telling you and supporting you to do what you want, because I think that's just the most important thing to, you know, do and say. And people can also like start following you on Instagram and yeah, start, like start like following your story because I mean, as a person that is so inspiring for somebody who is taking the steps, you know, sometimes it's hard to be um, doing that, like when you don't exactly know what to do. And sometimes it's nice just to be a fly on the wall and just kind of yeah. like observe other people watching other people as they're doing it. So that mm-hmm. will that, like in turn, what will happen is then we'll start to get our sea legs. And start feeling a little bit more comfortable and maybe like I'll be able to encourage somebody else to do something that will give me some courage to maybe do it with them or have accountability buddies or I mean anything like anybody there's what we look for we find. If you're looking for trouble, you're going to find trouble. If you're looking for oh, yeah. <laughs> you're looking for support and you're looking for like cool people that are like different and trying to do life their way and you're going to find them. People always ask me also how do you get guests for your podcast? Like are you stalking people? I'm like well, not like, <laughs> um, I, no, you know, it's, it comes so naturally because I love human beings and I love being inspired by cool people. And those are the people that I want on here. Like you, like mm-hmm. you, Lily, Lily, my girl. <laughs> okay, sweetie pie. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your heart with us and for sharing your truth, your radiance. And I know that this is, uh, we don't know where you're going, but we know wherever it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And Thank I support you. you 100%. Let me know how I can support you. And um, and we'll get your contact information linked in the show notes. And um, I really appreciate you being here today. Merry Christmas to of you. Of course. And your Happy beautiful holidays. family. Thank you. Happy holidays. <laughs> Give my love to your peeps and to everybody in North Carolina. Okay. Have a good have a night. Is it night there? Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's afternoon. It's late <laughs> afternoon. I don't even know what time it is. It's like four o'clock or something. Yeah. Thank you so much Thank for you. having me. Thank you. Take care. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast without him. This would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.